Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas, and this week, I want to talk to you about one of the most common barriers to brain performance. So I talked in a previous podcast about how getting your fundamentals in check is honestly the number one thing you can do right now to boost your brain performance. It is the single biggest return on your time and your efforts you have in your arsenal right now. There is not a single food, not a single uh, superfood or supplement or protocol that you can follow that will overcome a deficit in any fundamental area. And to that point, I get asked all the time about how do I manage these danger foods in the home? Okay, I keep coming back to them. I keep snacking on them. What do I do about them? And so this week, I want to give you six tips that you can use right now to help you deal with those irresistible danger foods in the home. Before I do, please leave me a rating and review. It does help me out a whole lot, and it also lets me know what you're thinking. And please subscribe because you will then be the first to know about all of the upcoming episodes. And honestly, I do have so much more in store for you. So please do that. Now, getting back into it. So the overarching strategy is to change your food environment. Okay, a poor food environment is seriously one of the biggest causes for unhealthy eating that is preventing you from taking your brain to a whole other level. We both know that when given a choice, people go for what is quick and what is easy. All right. And we are all guilty of this. And so the strategy involves changing your environment. Okay. So why live in an environment that is going to stack the deck against you? All right. We need to turn our problem into our solution. We need to create an environment that actually supports our goals rather than fight them. So we need to make the quick and the easy be what's best and optimal for your brain and for your performance. And here's how we do it. All right. So tip number one, visibility. Here's a little secret for you. Food companies pay a premium to have their products sit at eye level in the supermarkets. They're taking advantage of what I call this visibility trick to make you more likely to buy. Okay. And basically what what the principle is, is that what's visible is far more likely to get your attention than what's not visible, right? It's kind of kind of common sense. Um, so more attention means that you're more likely to purchase it. But on the other side, it also means you're more likely to eat it. All right. So this trick applies at home just as well in the supermarkets. I see a lot of people with honest intentions. They buy all this healthy food. They're like, this is the week. I'm going to get everything in check. Um, and then what they do is they take all this healthy food and then they hide it behind everything else. And then the food goes bad. Um, they don't ever get to it because it's too hard to get to it. Uh, they can't see it. And they're just throwing money out, out the door. All right. So stop throwing your goals and your money in the trash. Put all the foods that you should be eating more of on your countertops and at eye level in the refrigerator, eye level in the cabinets. Um, it should all be visible, okay? On the flip side, we want to put everything that we should be eating less of as far away from the eye level as possible, all right? Don't keep any of your danger foods out. Put them all into a single cabinet. Don't have it be in like 10 different multiple locations, all right, where you're going to be repeatedly tempted when you're looking for food, all right? So lock them up in a single cabinet. and if you can, 
also put those danger foods in containers that you can't see through. Okay. So I hate it when I see snacks in like these clear jars and they're just sitting out and they're all over the place. Make sure you can't see your danger foods. I'm not telling you to get rid of them. I'm just saying, put them somewhere you can't see them. Okay. Remove the temptation out of sight, out of mind. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is convenience. All right. There's a reason fast food is so popular. It's convenient, right? When you're tired and you're on a time crunch and and making a full meal for yourself is just not going to happen, uh, you know, we're going to reach for that convenience food. We've all been there, all right? It's super easy to just pick up some food on the way home from work. Um, it, it's quick. It's effortless, all right? So take advantage of motivated you to help future you out. And I know if you're listening to this right now, you're probably in the motivated you standpoint. Um, So take advantage of that, right? I know you have some free time or else you wouldn't be listening to this. So take some of that free time and make some ready to eat options that future you can eat without any effort. What I want you to do is spend a few hours. That's it, just a couple hours each week, right? Meal prepping the meals you need the most help with. So for me, that would be lunches. All right, I have a lot of problem with my lunches because that is a time crunch period for me. That is when I am in the, the thick of work and I don't want to be thinking twice about food. So for lunches, I have foods that I have meal prep to make it easy. All right. And when you add up all of the time that you would otherwise spend, you know, ordering food or picking it up, you're honestly <laughs> saving time and you're definitely saving money, which is always nice. And that, that's that's really what I call a win-win right there. You're saving time, you're saving money, and you're saving your health and you are going after that performance. So do the same thing with your snacks. Put out a fruit bowl, all right? Stock your kitchen, stock your workspaces, fill it all up with with healthy options. We don't want to be having these unhealthy options out there. Remember how we said we want to hide our unhealthy options? Well, now we want to make the healthy stuff be convenient. So the foods you should be having less of, you need to make it less convenient. So I said you should make it as invisible as possible, but you also need to make it less convenient. So not only should it be, you know, away from eye level, but should also be hard to be reached physically. So, you know, put them in the back of the cabinets, put it on a shelf that's difficult. You know, maybe you have to get a stool to reach it. All right. Never keep danger food within arm's reach of where you work or where you spend a lot of your time, like your desk. I guarantee you, guarantee you, you put your favorite snack on your desk, you're going to eat it, right? (laughs) It's as easy as that. So you know this about yourself. So why not make it more difficult to have that danger food? Okay, so that's tip number two, convenience. Make the healthy be convenient and make the unhealthy be inconvenient. Tip number three is prevalence. So I know it's obvious, but if you were trying to eat certain foods, you need to have those foods available, right? If you're trying to eat more carrots and there is literally only a single carrot in the house, then you have a problem. Okay, so take a good look at the ratio of the different foods that you have. You should have far more of the healthy food options than the unhealthy. All right. And, you know, beforehand, I mentioned I wasn't trying to tell you to eliminate your danger foods, but you should seriously consider it if it's a real problem. Um, Regardless of how hidden and inconvenient a certain food item might be, you know, if if you're one of those people, you might still keep going for it. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, in a cabinet far away and hard to reach and you have to get a stool, you are still going for it. So if that's you, 
you know, maybe you do have to consider getting rid of those foods in the house. And I'm not saying you can't eat them, okay? What I'm saying here is don't keep it in the house. So I don't stock my house with chocolate ice cream because I know I am going to eat it. And if I really want chocolate ice cream, I can go walk 10 minutes down the street and eat some. We have this lovely uh, ice cream shop down the road, and I can just walk there and get it. And it's fine. I don't feel any guilt about doing it, but it's not in the house where it's a constant temptation. All right. So we eat what's available. And so make what is available be good for you. Tip number four, variability. Eating the same thing over and over again gets boring. We have different moods, we have different cravings, different hunger levels, and you have different foods to match those, right? And if you meal prep, consider having alternate menus, okay? So have at least like two different menus. You have an A and a B menu, all right? In addition to that, keep a variety of healthy snacks, things like fruits, vegetables with hummus, yogurts, hard-boiled eggs, all these kind of things. Keep a nice variety of these healthy options. And on the, on the flip side, don't give yourself choices of your unhealthy items, okay? So don't have 10 different kinds of chips and, and uh, candy and uh, pastry and all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, this is only going to increase your temptation. So basically, what I want you to do with the unhealthy is have maybe zero to one options in the house. So you can have a treat in your house, but try not to have a big variety of it, all right? And we want to have a big variety of our healthy foods. Tip number five, cleanliness. So believe it or not, there's actually data on this, but people are far more likely to engage in unhealthy eating if the eating spaces themselves are really messy. All right, so if it's really cluttered and there's just stuff everywhere and it doesn't look nice, uh, for, for whatever reason, people find that in that environment, they are more likely to indulge in these, you know, highly palatable, dangerous snack foods and, and treats. So keep your kitchen spaces uh, nice and clean and uncluttered. Keep any of your eating areas, like your dining room, keep it clean, keep it uncluttered, and that's going to help out with these this danger food eating. And the last tip I want to give you, tip number six, has to do with distractions. Okay, so previously I mentioned that you should always be intentional with your food. I really do believe that. All right, if you're going to eat, eat. Don't work while eating. Don't watch TV while eating. Don't be on your phone while eating. Just eat to enjoy the food. All right, and enjoy the company. You know, if you're eating with a loved one, a friend, or a family, enjoy the company. Okay, I hate when I go to restaurants and I see everybody around me, uh, they're just on their phones. And they're not even interacting with the people that they're out with. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. So eat to enjoy the food. Eat to enjoy the company. Be intentional with what you're eating. Um, and if you do eat while you're distracted, what happens is you don't notice any of the body signals that are coming to you telling you you're full or you know, you're, you're completely satiated. You ignore those cues when you're distracted. All right. And there is data showing that people will eat more when they're distracted. And not only will they eat more but they also report far less enjoyment. So if you want to have more enjoyment with your food, why don't you pay attention to it? Okay, if you want to eat a little bit less, pay attention to it. So keep your distractions out of your food spaces. Don't bring your cell phones. Don't keep a TV in the kitchen. Uh, keep food out of all of the hangout spaces. All right, that's going to just lead to this distracted eating. 
And here's a couple of bonus tips that I that I want to throw in just just in case. Um, they're not exactly as food related as some of the other ones are, but I think they are important to mention if if you have the luxury of taking these into account. So the first one is where you live. And I know, like I said, you don't have the luxury to choose where you live all the time. But if you do, try not to move in across the street from your favorite fast food joint, okay? So don't move in across from like an In-N-Out or a McDonald's or, or whatever, all right? Uh, live as far away as you can from your danger foods. And also try to pick a spot where you can walk or bike to the grocery store, as well as maybe a gymnasium. So that's going to set you up for a more conducive, healthy lifestyle that will help boost your brain performance because, you know, the exercise, you know, I'll talk about this in another podcast, but exercise is great for brain performance because it gets the blood flowing and helps circulate uh, all those nutrients to the brain. Um, Same thing with these danger foods. They kind of slow down the brain and are more healthy foods. They actually help with cognitive processing. So I want you to be eating these fundamentally good and healthy foods. And I know you know what those are, and we kind of talked about that, but where you live is important, okay? I want you to be in a spot where you are making it as easy as possible to make the right choice. And the last thing I'll say is you are the average of the five people you hang out with. You get to choose your social environment. And, you know, if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who are you know, fitness nuts. Uh, they go hiking every day, right? It's far more likely that you're going to be a hiker because you're hanging out with people who are hikers. If your social circle is filled with all of these wealthy people, it's far more likely that you're going to eventually, you know, pick up some of that wealth uh, because they're going to be able to give you some of their mindset and some of their uh, tips and strategies for how to accrue that wealth. All right. So if you want to be healthy, if you want to maximize your brain performance, if you want to take your nutrition seriously, Find five people who are already doing those things better than you are, all right? I like to be the dumbest person in the room. That sounds stupid, but I like to be the dumbest person in the room because it means I can learn so much more and I can grow and get better, all right? So find a social environment where healthy behaviors are encouraged. And if you can't do that, then try to get your friends to join in with whatever it is you're doing. It is far more difficult to succeed if the people around you are not supportive. There's tons of data showing this. To recap, we have our six main tips, which are one, you want to make sure all of your food that is healthy is as visible as possible and all of your unhealthy food as invisible as possible. Tip number two, you wanna make all of your healthy food be as convenient as possible and your unhealthy food be as inconvenient as possible. Tip number three was about prevalence. We want to make sure that we have more of our healthy foods and less of our unhealthy foods in the house and potentially even removing all of the danger foods from the house. Tip number four was about variability. Okay, we want to have a nice big variety of our healthy foods, big variety. We have a very small uh, selection of our unhealthy foods. Tip number five, dealt with cleanliness. All right, we want to make sure that our eating spaces are nice and clean and uncluttered. Tip number six had to do with distractions. We want to make sure that every time you're eating, you're intentional with it and you're not eating distracted. And then we had two bonus tips. The first one was to, if you have the luxury, try and pick a good spot to live at that would support all of your you know, healthy and high-performing goals. And then also try and pick 
who your friends are going to be. Okay, pick a good social environment that is going to be supportive of all of your goals. So that's it for today. Please leave me a rating and a review. Let me know what you thought. Tell me, you know, what changes were you planning on making this next week? All right, I want to hear about it. I want to hear, you know, what you're experimenting with, maybe what your danger foods are. Um, I divulged one of my secrets, the chocolate ice cream. (laughs) Um, So please let me know. And if you can, please subscribe as well, because that way you will be the first to know when I have another episode coming out. And I have so much more in store for you. As always, feel free to reach out if you have any questions um, or if there are any other topics that you would like to see covered here. All right. Otherwise, talk soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.